Right, let's begin. This is Daf Yud Zayn. And uh, we finish off the last little bit I wanted to finish off yesterday, even though we're over the Daf Report, about four or five lines down. It says, Ad Kadun What's the story? So if you recall, we've been discussing planting rows next to each other of the various, the more uh, difficult, let's call the vegetables that grow more wildly. And the understanding is if you plant them in these rows, they seem to be okay. That's Rotsef, when they're all planted close together. However, if it's the chidim, if they're planted a little bit more sparsely, would that be the same din? So it says, If you recall it towards the end of yesterday's year, we looked at a vineyard and we said the vineyard can be defined as a vineyard if it's densely planted or sparsely, as long as between four or eight amot spacing. Then we said, So to Avhacha also, So also here, even if it's no, not, even if it's not so densely packed, but it's planted a little bit more sparsely, you still have the din of Shurot. Okay, let's get back to our Mishnah now. Now our Mishnah said, I'm, I have on the, in the pictures in front of you, just the, towards the a copy of what the pictures we had yesterday. We said, if you have a Shura shall Kishuim, Shura shall Diluim, Shura shall Palmitri, it's Asur. And at the time, we said that is because the two outer rows, they are considered as if they're um, chovesh. They are closing in that which is in the middle, and that's why it looks like kilayim. However, if you had shirim shel kishuim shel dulim shel polmitri b'shor shel kishuim, so that pattern where it goes kishuim dulim is polmitri and kishuim, so the two outer rows are the same. You have four rows of these um, these uh, more difficult uh, vegetables. Rebbe Yezus says that case it's mutar, and Chachamim says it's aso. Now the question, what's a machloket? So we didn't explain really as yesterday, but the understanding is, is we can have those two rows on the outside, even if they're two different minim, they can combine together, according to Rebeliezer. Chamim, it's clear. The two outside are chovesh, those which are inside, and therefore it's still kilai. But it sounds like Rebeliezer understands that those two rows, even if they're two different minim, can be can combine to consider it as a distinct area for whatever reason. However, let's have a look here. The Gemara says, Rav Yanai says, Rav Yanai says is that, that we have, to, according to Rabbi, according to Shittat um, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Eliezer, he says, which means that Rabbi Eliezer is cholek even on the first case. So in the first case, what's the first case? That's where it's one, two, three, orange, yellow, red, which is kishuim, diluim, and polmitri. But it's not clear if there's a machloket there or not. It seems to be that's lukule alma. That's a problem we have in the Mishnah. However, in the second case, where it's, let's say, I'll just simplify because of the colors, red, orange, yellow, and then followed by red, that's where we have the machloket. What Rebbe Yanai says now is that actually Rebbe Liezer is cholak even in the first case. Two minim can mitzaref. Here, we're saying these are side by side. They're mitzarfim. Lahatzil, but two minim are not mitzarfim laaser. Now, what's this mean? Which this means as follows: that the two minim that are side by side can combine to be considered, just like in the second case, it can combine. They can combine together to be considered like a distinct region, but they don't combine the two outer ones if they're two different minim to be chovesh. To be chovesh, to be to to close it in, it has to be the same same minim. Rebbe inside it says. That's Asur. According to Rabbi Yana, he says that's also a case of Machloket. That's a Machloket. In the end, 
In the Sefer, we learned that according to Rabbi Yezer, those two minim can go side by side, lahatzil. So it's not considered individual things. It doesn't look like a mixture. And it's like two rows next to two rows. That it's okay. Hachinami, so to Beresha, so to in the first case, over here, we say that those two minim, mitzdarfim shura emtsait im kol hachitzonot lichashef shurot. That this one in the middle can combine with the one in the, on the right of it to be considered a section. It can also double up, if you like, combine one on the other side to be considered a section. That's why Rebbe Yeza says even the ratio would be mutar. Okay? That's Shittat Rebbe Yana. However, Rav says, no. Rav Omer divreha kol he, if divreha kol, meaning the ratio, even Rebbe Yezer would say that it is considered us, or he would mask him, he would agree. Rebbe Yezer said, uh, would say it's, he would mask him, keshem Meaning just as two minim go side by side, mitzdaref, in the safer, if you like, in the second case, to save it, and it can be considered like the two, two shorot be considered like a, like the even the, the two different they consider to be like two shorot, and therefore it's okay. So too, in the previous case, those two minim, despite the fact that two different minim, they can stay combined to be tchovesh, that which is that which is in the middle. Let's just let's just say it outside so it's clear to you. Okay. Rebbianai says is that just as a machloket in the second case is a machloket in the first case. Just in the second case, Rebbeliezer says it's more to have this. Um, Kishuim, Diluim, Paul Mitzri followed by Kishuim. So too, he is Matir in the first case of Kishu of Kishuim, Diluim, and Paul Mitzri. Why? That is because the two different minim, as it, like in a sefer, Kishuim, Diluim can combine together to Matir. They don't combine to make it Chavush. They don't combine together to make Chavush. That's why he's also Matir in the first case. Because in other words, Chavush is if I have one min that's surrounded by another min. Okay. So he says because it's two different minim, they don't combine. However, Rav says, no, not at all. Rebbe Yez is only cholak and a sefer. Why? Because just as two different minim can combine together to say that it can be considered like these two rows is considered a unit, so it's mutar, so too these two different minim can combine to chovesh, to enclose that which is in between it and make a kilay. Okay? In, in a nutshell, Rabbiana says it's a machloket both in the ratio and the sefer. Rav says it's only machloket in the sefer, to put it very simply. Let's continue. Um, the Gemara says, uh, firstly, Magnita changed the word is Pligel Rebiyane. Okay, now Rebiyane, what was Shita Rebiyane? Shita Rebiyane was as a Machoke both in the Rasha and the Sefer. So the Pashub Shat understanding of the Mishnah is, Detanina Rebiyazer Matir sounds like Rebiyazer's only Matir in the, which case? Only in the Sefer. That seems to go against Rebiyane, that seems to be as Machloket in both cases. That's why from Mitzarechad, the Mishnah seems to be Cholok and Rebiyane. But also, Mitzad Chini, Pligi, Matnita, Pligi, Arav. Mishnah can also be difficult according to Rav. Now, what's according to Rav? Rav says, in this case, Rebbe says it's Asur. In this case, Rebbe says it's Mutar. Meaning, the first case where it's one, two, three, side by side, we say that three different meaning one, one after the other, that Rebbe says it's Asur. But if it was Kishuim, Diluim, Pol Mitzrin, Kishuim, then it would be Mutar. So he says, one second. Shura Shur Kishuim, Shur Shur Dum, Shur Shur Pol Mitzri, Vashur Kishuim. Let's look at this example. In the second case, Rebbe Yezir says it's mutar, where it's, again, kishuim, diluim, pol mitzri, and kishuim. Before you put that extra row, this one on the end of kishuim again, lok far ne'esru, but once it wasn't already asur. In other words, if we say that if it's one, two, three, three different meaning one basad, according to Rebbe Yezir, it's asur. 
But if it was one, two, three, back to one, meaning you have the extra, the, it's surrounded by the two seminim, then it's mutar. How does that work? When you're planting it, presume you're planting one row, then the next row, then the next row. Nachon. So how does it go that it was suddenly, it was asur, and then suddenly, magically, it becomes mutar when you plant the next row? That's why it seems to be going against Rav. If Rav says it's mutar if you do kishuim, diluim, and polmitsri, but sorry, it's asur then. But if you plant an extra, then it becomes mutar. That doesn't make sense. So the Gemara simply answers, tiftar wat shinata arbatan kecha. I can solve it very simply by if you planted all of them simultaneously. Meaning, yes, Rebeliezer says it's asur if it's one, two, three, like this. How does it become mutar if you planted the kishuim, diluim, polmitsri, and kishuim? That's if it's planted all simultaneously. But indeed, if you planted one, two, three, you'd be asked, so planting X one's not going to help you. It's only if it's all planted simultaneously, that's when Rebbe Yezer said that it would be mutar. Okay? That's that case. Let's look at the next case. Notanam kishut. Now, this is a case of where you have a hole and you plant. That was in the Mishnah. If you recall, the Mishnah says, if you have a single hole, you can plant a kishut and a dlat in one hole, provided that the leaves of one are facing one direction, leaves of the others is facing another. Guma is a little hole, a single hole. And we said that's even with no spacing. We said, according to Chazunish, that's as long as you put something there, like a stick or something to train the leaves pointing in each direction. That's because, as we explained in the Mishnah, because it doesn't look like kinlaim, it's not a problem. Now, what the Mishnah is, the, Tani, we've got another writer that says, Mutar adam li guma ktana amuka tefach, if it's tefach you can actually not only plant two, you can even plant four. And you could make it point out one in each way. This is not this picture. This picture is coming up for the next case. Rav Abba Bar Kahana says, Shimon says, This is only if the hole is dug in a churva, in an empty space. That means there's nothing planted around the hole. That's when we say, if you're not chadlakan, chadlakan, or in the case of four, one on each direction, that's when it's mutar. So then Rav Manabai says, one second, if that's the case, im notim lechurva, if there's nothing surrounding, this is where the picture comes in now, if there's nothing surrounding our hole, so let's assume the hole is a square, then nit, nit, nitni, why didn't the brighter say that you can teach, you can plant shmona? You'd be able to plant eight. Shnaimikan v'shnaimikan, v'shnaimikan v'shnaimikan. You plant one here, one there, one there, one there, one on each end, but then also one on each corner. And since they're all facing different directions, that should also be mutar if there's nothing surrounding on the outside. That's sort of left this is, a, if you like, a question. Okay. Next case. You, you, and why did you add to it then still uh, also up, up, uh, pointing up and pointing down? But well, that is. This, this is a top view. You're looking from the top mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're planting in all directions. No, I understand. Yeah. Okay. No, but this this is this is let's say the 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 uh, the side ones, not the, not the corner ones. The side ones are facing outside, yes. and the corner ones are facing to each corner. So that's Correct. fine. Outwards. So they're all facing still outwards. in the middle, one going up and one one's facing down, and one facing up and one facing down. You can have twelve. Um, so you're saying put one mamash in the middle of it? No, no, no. In that, between the side and the corner. Oh, here, here, and here. Yeah. yeah. No, because now they're facing the same directions now. Which no, way is it going to face? One, if you face, then one up and one down. If you have a hanging plant hanging down. Oh, into the hole. Plant. I don't know. Maybe that's already much like a kirubuvia now. You're not, now it's like you're, at what, what point do we say facing different directions? Exactly. What, what, yes. Yeah. That, so okay. that's my question. Maybe the answer is they have to be much perpendicular to one another and diagonals aren't good. Maybe you, that's, that's a terrorist <laughs> thing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. 
Okay, let's look at the next case. Now, finally, we've mentioned this mission for the last three days, and we can get to learn it properly. This is the case. Now, we're not talking about these more difficult um, uh, um, vegetables planting side by side. We have a field of betsalim, of onions, which is normal. And I want to plant inside it. Now, these dilim are the, are more, the more difficult ones that seem that the, the leaves go in all different directions. And we said as follows, Rabbi Shmael Omer, or Shurot, and Shura is four amot. I pull out two amot, uh, two rows, sorry, which is four amot. So I empty the space in between my green, um, if you like, my green onions. And I can only put one row in between. So effectively what happens, and now do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, and then I leave another two rows of onions. So that's eight amot. I pull out another two rows. So if you have a look here, what effectively had, I have two rows of onions, then a row of these pumpkins with a, a space of two amot, leaving a space of two amot between the pumpkins and the existing onions. Then I leave another two rows of these onions. Then I pull out two rows of onions and plant row one row of pumpkins. And that's what we said previously. The Rebbe Shmuel says I need to leave 12 amot between the rows of pumpkins. Again, pumpkins is different, we said, to the case before, the previous case where we have, say, pumpkins along with uh, Kolmitsri and Kishuim, because they're all Mistabech. We, we, one of the apparitions we said, that's different. I don't know why, need to worry about the spacing because they're all like crazy. However, if you're dealing with this uh, more difficult one amongst a regular vegetable, no, we need a bigger spacing. It needs to be 12 amato apart, not 8 amato. Rabbi Akiva says no. You can just pull out two rows and replace them with your pumpkins. Oh, oh sorry, in the case of here, is, yeah, pumpkins. Uh, it says, You can do it like that. Importantly here, the Reb Chaim says you actually still have to leave a tefach in between, which is your telem. But nonetheless, what we see here, the spacing really between my pumpkins is only eight amot. Okay, this is the mission we've been saying, we, we, we discussed previously. As I said, we're talking about it properly. However, says, If you don't have a spacing between your pumpkins of 12 amot, you can't plant anything in between. Now, what, what this, I've shown you the picture already, but this is the, the Gemara is going to ask how to draw this picture. But effectively, what it sounds like, or the, the Gemara is going to, what it sounds like at first, is Hachamim are no different to Rabbi Ishmael. Because just as Rabbi Ishmael says you need 12 amot in between your rows of pumpkins, so too you need the same thing for the Hachamim require the same thing. Okay? Don't about the picture now because we're going to, that's what the Gemara is going to deal with. Now, the question is what's Shitat Rabbi Ishmael? Um, so Kana says as follows Kana Madiv Rabbi Ishmael, Pamim Sheshesre, Pamim Shemesre, Pamim Shmona. What's this mean? Kana understands that Rabbi Ishmael is actually, when he says 12 on a mission, it's talking about one particular case. But really, sometimes it could be 16, sometimes it could be 12, and sometimes it could be how much? It could be 8. Now, I have to, I have to explain something uh, before we get going. Rabbi Chaim, through this whole sugya, has two different perushim, one according to the Rambam and one according to the Rush. However, since our pictures so far have been basically like Shitata Rambam, which is, uh, I was influenced by, by that, that how the Mishnayas, and that's how we've been explaining it previously anyway. So there's a simplicity, we're only gonna, we're only gonna use the uh, Shitata Rambam, okay? Rather than trying to learn the whole sugya twice, okay? So in other words, in a nutshell, what that means is the whole 12 Amot, 8 Amot uh, discussion is a spacing between the rows of pumpkins, okay? So what the, then what Kahana is saying is sometimes 
our row, that shouldn't say 16, this should say, so this should say 16, 16 amot between here and here. So Kana says that Dibre Bishmael is sometimes it's going to be 16 amot between your rows of pumpkins. Sometimes it'll be 12 amot between your rows of pumpkins. And sometimes it's going to be eight amot. What's the difference? He says, it depends. If the leaves are going inwards to the space, the churva, then you need to leave four amot between your onions and your pumpkins. If the leaves are uh, withheld and ensuring the leaves of the pumpkins go uh, remain within the row, then they can be side by side. Okay? That's why in this picture, what we have is that when is it going to be 16 amot between the rows of pumpkins? That's when the rows on each side of pumpkin are facing inwards. Because then I need to leave four amot. I have my two rows of onions plus another four amot. So four plus four plus four plus four is 16. When is a pamim shtemesre? That's when only one side, the leaves of the pumpkins are going into the space. And other time, and the, other, and the, and the, say the left side in our picture is withheld and held back. So that's why you need to leave four amot between your pumpkins and the onions on one side. So four plus four plus four, and that makes 12. And when is it only eight amot, meaning exactly like shitat rebi, uh, rebi akiva? That would be when you make sure the leaves are held back and retained within the rows. Okay. That's where Rav Kahana understands the sugya. However, Shmuel explains it exactly like we've been explaining it so far, which is as follows. That it makes no difference. The spacing between rows of pumpkins, Shmuel, always has to be 12 amot between your two rows of pumpkins. The Tani Ken, it also says, the Tani Ken, we still see the writer, that it's davar katsuv. I mean, it's always the case. Rabbi Shmuel says, Shtemesrei and Rabbi Kivis says, Shmana. The Rebbe Kibbas, Rebbe Shmael says it has to be 12 amot, Rebbe Kibbas says 8. So not like Kahana that it's dependent on whether leaves are, leaves are swaying, if you like, or growing, which is, which is the way we explained it. Now, now the Gemara asks, one second, if Rebbe Shmael says it has to be 12 amot, Chachamim also says it should be 12 amot. So then the Gemara says, Nafkamin is as follows. Smicha al date de Rabbi Shmal asur lismoch, Rabban and Amri muta lismoch. So the nafkimina between the two shitot is, according to Rabbi, as we said in, in the Mishnah, I've just brought it back again in the pictures for simplicity. Yes, even though really both Chachamim and Rabbi Shmal require 12 amot between your rows of pumpkins, according to Rabbi Shmal, you can't have them going, filling up the entire space. You need, it's asur lismoch, you need that gap of two amot between your onions and your pumpkins. Whereas Rachachamim say, no, you can fill it all clearly. You can have all three rows. You can have one, two, three. You can have, you can have three rows if you like onions. And as long, and then as long as. But the tell him. You need to tell him. Yeah, you, yeah, correct. You always need a tell him between them, two, between right. the two. The tell him is like one. The, the, the only reason why I, I mentioned that in the beginning, the tell him is like one tefach. That's why it's not really mentioned in the pictures because it's it like, but again, the, the spacing between the two. The, the idea is mutalismoch, meaning all the way up. You don't need that extra two amot gap. Okay, fine. Let's now look at the let's uh, let's just begin the next mission and then we'll uh, stop. Let's have a look. Dalat yerek, meaning if what happens if you put a single dalat amongst other yerakot, then you need the same type of spacing. You need spacing of six tfachim. However, if you put a single dalat, you want to place a plant one dalat amongst tfua. They're not in law bait rover. Now I need a much bigger space. I need a bait rover, which is a ten and a half amot. Now, why is that? That is because Reb Chaim says, as if it was a whole patch. 
right? You would treat one pumpkin in a in a field of wheat like it's a whole a whole uh, a whole section, if you like, of yerek. Um, that is because because the alim, the leaves, are long and mitpashtim arbe. That's why we treat it more stringently. Then it says, But if you want to plant a whole row, that's a different story. However, if, however, the leaves start growing out of control, then you've got to bring them in again. You've got to bring them in. Whereas Rabbi Yossi says, If you have a proper row, then you need a full space of arba amot. And we'll stop the Mishnah here because that will take us way too much into the stuff. And the Gemara, the, and the Mishnah then is going to now test the opinions of both Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi and the Chachamim. All right, Kol Tov. Thank you.